I confess, I lost my virginity to a hairbrush. Let that breathe for a minute. Uh, I confess, I am dating a cowboy, and I just met his even more cowboy best buddy. And I really, really wish they'd go all broke mountain on each other. Sex. Almost everybody does it, and almost nobody talks about it, except at Bedpost Confessions, a storytelling show based in Austin, Texas. Whether the stories are funny, informative, political, or completely personal, the anonymous confessions from the audience are the stars of every show. Welcome to the Bedpost Confessions podcast. I'm Sadie Smythe. As we begin to get back into the groove of our regular podcast routine, we thought it might be time to open up the toy box. So we are especially excited to share this particular storyteller with you. Simon Studd will regale us with his story, The Miseducation of Simon, about how by chance he discovered an unexplored side of his sexuality and then found community. Simon is a kinky sadist who also happens to be a kind and compassionate human being. He believes that nothing says I love you like chains, whips, and canes. And this was Simon's first time on the Bedpost Confession stage. Oh, and one note before we hear Simon's story. All Bedpost storytelling productions are made accessible to deaf audience members by the fantastic interpreters from Soul Illumination. Though the interpreters are there to serve the deaf, they enthrall the entire crowd with their beautiful expressions of sign language. If you hear a roar of laughter and don't understand why, the interpreter may have stolen the show for a minute. So, my first 40-odd years as they pertain to things that you are interested in. English. English schoolboy. English schoolboy's fearful approach to SEX. But I was interested nonetheless. I lost my virginity with my best friend's mum. <laughs> when I was 17, but that's a different confession. I tried my luck with girls of my own age. My MO was, hello, I know that I'm an appalling individual, but I'm fabulously dressed. I dance well, and I'm very handy in street balls. Do you think that is much you like to, um, you know, do the sex thing? No. Of course, no. Silly me. Uh, sorry to have bothered you. Is that girl over there a friend of yours? I used to call that negotiation. So I got married, mid-twenties, to a lass from California. 
In our 15-year, mostly happy marriage, I definitely got in touch with my kinky side. I distinctly remember biting her bottom at one point. I felt terrible about it afterwards. I must confess that I'd never come across the word monogamous, because what else was there? It would be like searching for the opposite of breathing. So, hit the fast-forward button to 2007. We moved to Austin, and I still love it here. Sadly, sadly, we separated shortly afterwards. I I became a joint custody dad. Got a bit bored, craved some excitement, and then I happened upon... About five years ago, Craigslist Casual Encounters. May it rest in peace. I don't suppose you've heard heard of it because you seem like quite decent people. But Casual Encounters has nothing to do with meeting people wearing jeans and a T-shirt. <laughs> and so I sent, via this very basic and amateur-looking website, a message to an advertiser, Delilah. I truly believe that was her real name. <laughs> it wasn't. I received a reply. It was most serendipitous because that ad was up online for 10 minutes before being flagged and removed. (laughs) During those 10 minutes, I had read the ad, crafted and sent a very appropriate response. (laughs) The reply that I received was from Delilah's very nice boyfriend, (laughs) Aiden. I truly believe that was his real name and it wasn't. (laughs) Apparently, Delilah and Aidan had a whoring fetish involving Aidan making appointments for Delilah to visit um, gentlemen. I actually had to look up the definition of fetish. (laughs) Now, I have been very fortunate... with the advertisement to which I responded, Delilah and Aidan were caring, intelligent and compassionate individuals. Aidan told me what an STI was and how to go about getting tested for all 50 million of them. (laughs) And that, yes, I would need to subdue my excitement until I had my test results. I found a private clinic, paid the dough and had needles jabbed in me. Did you know that was a thing? (laughs) So the test results came in, were exchanged, and a date was set. We negotiated limits and boundaries and safe sex practices. (laughs) Yes, yes, I said. Of course safe sex. I love it, honestly. 
On said date and evening, probably near my usual bedtime, Delilah rang my doorbell, as instructed by Aidan. I'd never seen her, nor met her, nor anyone like her. A female that just wanted to fuck for the sake of fucking. Really? (laughs) I recall that I opened the door and politely but nervously said, Hello. (laughs) I'm positive that my handshake with Delilah was firm but proper, nothing too forward. (laughs) Now, I'm a little hazy on what happened next exactly, at least in detail. I know that I gently held Delilah's hand as I slowly closed the door. I was, after all, a sexually repressed English gentleman. And here was a female coming to my genteel castle. I politely welcomed her in, but offered no tea. And then, all hell broke loose. I closed my front door, threw Delilah against it, grabbed her wrists and pinned them above her head with one hand and shoved the other up her very loose skirt. I proceeded to drag Delilah, much to her delight, to my bedroom and threw her on the bed. Now, up until that point in my life, I'd experienced some good sex. What happened that night was great sex. Probably four hours or so of amazing sex. It was hot, and it was impossibly filthy. (laughs) And passionate. Delilah was multi-orgasmic. At that time, I didn't know what that meant. (laughs) Other than I was obviously a sex god. (laughs) It was mind-boggling, because this was sex of the kind that I didn't even know existed let alone experienced. It's, I'd always been, as the saying goes, beyond vanilla. The following morning, I received a message from Aidan, the boyfriend, thanking me for the fact that Didaira had come home at silly o'clock in the morning looking well and truly fucked. Of course, I was humble and said that Delilah had been warm and charming or some such nonsense. But I was grateful that Aidan appreciated my efforts. 
of course, while I was reading that message, I was doing that funny fist pump thing. And that's my story. The story of me, Craigslist, Delilah and Aiden. Well, it's the start of a story. I was immediately introduced to a certain kinky website that has a black background. Uh, you wouldn't know about it. Well, these people down in the front row do. Two weeks and a number of dates with Delilah later, I attended my first kink party. The very first kink scene that I witnessed was an extremely intimidating Central European lady whipping a chap bloody with a bullwhip. Crikey! I learned the meaning of polyamory, which has nothing to do with geometry. (laughs) Despite the fact that I was, by now, dating Delilah, I learned that she and Aidan were supportive of me meeting up with a lady 15 years my junior. A girl who, on our third or fourth date, asked me to come in a glass so she could drink it. Wait, what? (laughs) Okay, then. (laughs) By the way, I dated that girl for four wonderful years. I learned that, oh my God, I am properly sadistic. I get way beyond aroused when inflicting pain upon someone who's equally aroused by that situation. I learned that a violet wand is something that you can use to to give an electric shock to ladies' private parts. I learned... One time on this very stage. I learned that Hitachi wands are household necessities. I've got three at my house. I learned that it is very erotic for me to insert hypodermic needles into willing play partners. Yes, it really is a thing. Oh, and a medical exam exam table is a perfect addition to most bedroom furniture. I was fast-tracked through all things kink. I was educated in sexual safety and consent, BDSM best practices, polyamory, and how to conduct myself in open, honest, and meaningful relationships. 
One of the most important lessons I learned is that comprehensive negotiation is not one a fuck, followed by uh, okay. <laughs> More, it is one a fuck. Uh, okay, but what's your definition of fuck? Penis and vagina. Okay. Uh, I don't, but do you have any STIs that you could transmit, even if we didn't have PIV? Like what? Like several of the most common STIs. Oh, I don't know. Well, let's fuck when you do know. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm not a slut, by the way. Yes, you are. Both of us are sluts. (laughs) Maybe so, but I'm not a slut with STIs. I don't think I am either. Let's get tested. And if anything comes up in the results, we'll talk about it and find a safe way forward. I've got... I've got my results. Me too. I've also told my partners about the tests and about us maybe playing. Great. Want to fuck? Hell yes. <laughs> Let me gra- grab a magnum. Are you boasting? No, I'm reporting accurately. Now shut the fuck up, open your legs, and try not to be too scared while I constrict your breath with my hand around your throat. Seriously, don't try that at home without being educated first. Dead is not kinky fun. It's just dead. I've come a long way since answering that Craigslist ad that was up for just ten minutes. I've met amazing people. Quite a few of them are here. Had and have incredible partners, treasured friendships, and mad, mad experiences. I now have any number of impossibly kinky stories that I could have told tonight. Hopefully, I'll be invited back to bedpost to tell you more. some confessions we would like to bring to the stage Shelby Haddon to join us Shelby please come up here you want to kick us off sure I confess when I was 18 I managed to contort my body and get the head of my cock in my mouth sort of giving myself a blowjob it tasted awful but I swallowed anyway I've never done it since, but the experience made me very appreciative of others. There you go. Well done. In all the ways, like contortion-wise, Jesus Christ. I confess, as a mostly hetero, cisgender, 30-something female, 
I am unsure about how to navigate my increasing attraction to butch females. Feet first, baby. Feet first. Just do it. I confess I have an overwhelming need to peg a man, but not someone I care about because I want to do it in a disgusting, vile, and degrading manner. I could never look them in the face again. Hashtag one and done. Hashtag boy bye. Although I do just want to say you can look the person in the face again. There's a lot of kinky motherfuckers in here. Who would like that? I confess, the way the guy interpreter signs... (laughs) ...turns me on. Bebo's Confessions is recorded in front of a live audience at the North Door in Austin, Texas. To view upcoming show dates, submit your confession to us or to snag an I Confess t-shirt, tote, or journal, visit bedpostconfessions.com. Follow Bedpost Confessions on Instagram and Facebook for more audience confessions, behind-the-scenes shenanigans, and snapshots of Bedpost Confessions performers and their stories. Links in our show notes. Bebo's Confessions is produced by myself, Sadie Smythe, and Miranda Wiley. Our podcast production team is Mariah Gossett, Mike Moody, and Permanent Record Studio. Please spread the word that the Bebo's Confessions podcast is back with new episodes, releasing the last Friday of the month. And subscribe to the podcast so that the new episodes will appear in your feed and at your fingertips, ready for your listening pleasure. And if the spirit moves you, give us a five-star rating. And if you're feeling extra generous post a review. Thank you and keep confessing.